Welcome to Selling the Naked Truth. Welcome back to Selling the Naked Truth podcast. I'm your co-host, Susan. And I am Jason. And we are joined today by a friend of ours, Jennifer Little. Welcome, Jen. Thank you. Let me do a little intro about Jen. I actually met Jen years ago when I owned my salon. She came in as a client and she had a cute little pixie cut and a sweet little Southern accent. And I knew that she was a soul sister being a fellow Southern gal. (laughs) And I've gotten to know her a little bit more over the years. And I feel like a a friendship is budding as of recently. Jason, I know you have a different um, introduction to Jen. Yeah, I actually walked into her boutique (laughs) and bought clothes for you. Yes. And uh, I wanted to do something sweet. You were there, Jen, and you were kind of like helping me out and figure out like what would work well together. And yeah, I mean, it was one of those things that you have a very unique, eclectic boutique that I knew that would work well for Susan style. And I know that not a lot of men probably come in and shop. So (laughs) I should interject here and say that Jen is um, an incredible person, but she actually owns a few different um, businesses. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you you do and you own? Okay. I will say I I remember meeting Jason in the store and (laughs) um, because there are not very many men that come in and do that for their wives. Right. There aren't even that many that come in and, and do gift cards. Really? Um, so it always stands mm-hmm. out because Ryan does the same thing. He is very much a gift buyer right. and will go in and to places that may feel uncomfortable. And so I appreciated that. No worries. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So we have Heyday uh, in Fort Collins mm-hmm. in Denver and then Knapsack. Mm-hmm. Um, Heyday and Knapsack are 20 yards apart in Jessup Farm. And um, Heyday is a women's clothing boutique, and Knapsack is home, gift, stationery, jewelry, um, mainly gift. Yeah, you guys always have cute little gifty stuff in there. In fact, Jen brought me a gift today. That's how sweet she is. So tell us a little bit about Heyday, though, because you guys just celebrated your four year? Yeah, four years. We're It'll be five in August, so mm-hmm. I guess we're rounding the, the four and a half year mark. What would you say the style, like, vibe is? Of Heyday? I would say basics mixed with statement pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have good. <laughs> Which is a total contradiction, but that, I don't know, I'm drawn to both in such a real way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, love, I love mixing that combination. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a... Very polarizing. Yeah. 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 But like almost more approachable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. You have some great pieces. And so where did the dream come to open a boutique? Had you worked in boutiques before? Yes, I had. Well, I'd worked in a big department store. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew Riches yeah. in the South. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I worked at Riches in the men's department. Okay. Um, but also worked at Old Navy in high school. Mm-hmm. But um, my background was interior design, and I always kind of had a far-off dream, not even really anything that I had spent time with or invested in or thought too much about, but I always kind of had a dream of blending home or, like, just really awesome furniture pieces, Mm -hmm. upholstered pieces with denim. Like, that was kind of the, the extent of the vision okay I can still picture the first 
store I imagined. That's cool. And and so I always kind of had that thought. Mm-hmm. But so I was doing interior design. Then I skip a few years, started doing photography. Mm-hmm. Lots of other little things in between. And just was not ready to commit to photography throughout mm-hmm. the rest of my career mm-hmm. and until retirement. Commit to photography in terms of like weddings because mm-hmm. I was doing weddings and families and, and that sort of thing. Um, it has been the best skill I could possibly have. I would imagine. Going into a boutique. So I've never stopped mm-hmm. um, at all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that was kind of the path that I took. I, I, I started with that interior design base and I'm a firm believer that all creative avenues share the same design principles. Mm-hmm. Everything translates. Mm-hmm. That's quite interesting because that's kind of like our philosophy of, you know, every piece that you were honing in on or developing uh, being the uh, interior decorating and or photography, you were selling yourself along that prep path and along that way. And, and it's quite interesting to kind of hear how you were thinking it in a different perspective, mm-hmm. but at the same time continuing to do what you're doing every single day, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I've always thought I could do any field. I've even thought I would love doing hairstyle. Mm-hmm. I feel like fashion and beauty go hand in hand. Yeah, you know? yeah. You've built like such a following with Heyday. Like anybody oh who's in Northern Colorado and now Denver knows Heyday. And so I... I can't help but to think that a lot of that has to do with the genuine connections that you made being in store, you know, face to face with people. And so I guess my question to you is, you know, what's been the most effective thing that you've done to build your business and create a demand for shopping specifically at Knapsack and Heyday? This is such a hard question. I was. It's probably easier for an outsider looking in, especially somebody like us who are business-minded, where we're like, oh, she's doing that really well. But I just didn't know if you have a formula where you're like, you know, this is, (laughs) you know, for my business, a big part of it was consistency. I knew that if we could be consistent, that would, that was going to set us apart from other salons. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I definitely feel that consistency piece with with the service piece, a hundred percent. Um, and from day one, I wanted to create a space where everyone felt welcome because I know it's intimidating to walk into a boutique or just a small business in general. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be the paint store, you know, it's just intimidating to walk into a, to a store or a place where there's one or two other people working Mm -hmm. and you, you know, and, um, I feel that a lot of times at coffee shops too. Mm -hmm. And I don't like walking into those, any place for that matter, and feeling like I don't know exactly what to order. I don't know exactly what this denim wall means. And so I knew that would not be an option. There would, having a vibe in our store that was anything other than welcome here. Mm-hmm. We're so happy you're here. Mm-hmm. Make yourself at home. I, I, I knew was not an option at all. Right. So, and, you know, in a guy's perspective, walking into your store, 
uh, what attracted me was the way that you actually had your pieces together. Mm-hmm. You know, in a guy's point of view, yes, they were basics, but it was eclectic how you actually pieced those together. Mm-hmm. So you actually stood out from everybody else and you weren't the typical Northern Colorado style. So it gravitated to me. So then I walked in and said, okay, let's buy, you know, three or four pieces for Susan and see how that would work. I'm out. guessing deep yeah. down my fashion Nista husband, he hates that. What do you prefer? I don't know. Somebody that just likes fashion. Jeez, it beats. Well, I'm guessing deep down that you were wishing that Jim would open a male equivalent store of Heyday because well, there's nothing have, up here for men. They don't have anything. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing. And if it is, it's, uh, you know, mountain gear. Yeah. Right. 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 It's, so, so it's cool. You know, I'm actually, I understand that there aren't many professionals out there, male professionals out there that are seeking the same type of clothing that I do or, mm-hmm. or Ray does one of our previous guests, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's one of those things that that's not the typical Northern Colorado right. gentleman. Yeah. So one of the things that we're hell bent on teaching our listeners is that we're all selling something. So to the naked eye, you're selling clothing, but tell us what you're really selling. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, going back to that welcoming feeling, making sure everyone that walks through the door, goes to our Instagram or goes on our website, Mm -hmm. understands that she can really step into her style. And that takes exploring. And that Mm -hmm. takes digging and figuring out what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes... It's just a factor of, I don't actually know what I like. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know what to buy. I don't even know where to begin. So I'm not even going to. Yes. I see that all the time in the beauty industry where people just don't even try with a skincare regimen because they get so overwhelmed by, they get paralyzed by making a decision. Or for me, it happened about uh, taking vitamins after I had my kids. I was just like, I don't know what to take. So I got paralyzed and didn't take anything. Yeah. So I could I could definitely see that being the same thing in clothing, especially if you have people that are coming in with um, limiting beliefs around fashion, mm-hmm. which I kind of want to dive into that because you and I have spoken yeah. about that recently. And I mean, if I were putting words in your mouth, <laughs> I'd do that. Really? Um, <laughs> no. I've just really watched you, especially over the last six months, come into this powerful, powerful message. So what I see that you're selling now to people is so much more than clothing. I see you selling permission to step into style, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, how do you feel about that? Because you, you, you had your drop the mic moment. Tell us <laughs> what that was, because it, it was a good one. Yeah. Um, stop dressing to look skinny. Yes. And yeah. this is me talking to myself, yes. you know, and over the years and um, mm-hmm. me having conversations of can't wear this, can't yeah. wear that, which all stems from just things that have been tattooed mm-hmm. in my mind and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And, um, and so really, yeah, really giving that permission to come in, in and explore or go anywhere and explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just really 
start trying things on that you wouldn't necessarily try on and then if you're you try it on you don't like it mm-hmm. ask why why do i not like this mm-hmm. is this a i don't like this because i've been told for 30 35 40 years mm-hmm. that i can't wear Bird. off the shoulder yeah. or, or um Pleats, just anything. You oh, know? I'm sure. I'm sure you hear it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, or something that I actually noticed, and when walking in, you actually have other sizes since size zero. Yes. You know, and, yes. and you actually compliment the that there are multiple sized women out there, mm-hmm. and not saying that my beautiful bride is luscious, <laughs> but she actually I'm curvy. You're curvy, yeah. and I love that about you. Yeah. And that's something that I actually am flattered that you are Kirby, but walking into a store that is the typical, again, Northern Colorado yoga pant size zero woman, you're just like, well, what the heck? She's never going to want this clothing because it doesn't, it's not attracted to her curve. Right. Right. And you actually took that. And I noticed that, I mean, for a guy to notice that. Well, yeah, you're carry in size inclusive now, aren't you? Yeah, so in the fall, we introduced a capsule of 1X to 3X, mm-hmm. and um, I have a great group of women here in mm-hmm. Fort Collins that are incredibly su- supportive of that. We are interested to see if there are more women mm-hmm. that um, are interested in the 3X sizes mm-hmm. to continue on with that. Um, but that, yes, of course, we always want to be as inclusive as possible. We don't want to exclude anyone. That's awesome. Um, and there's probably a lot of women, I would imagine, that are still not shopping of all I sizes. Mean, I mean, I yes. I was like that for a very long time. I mean, I gained 62 pounds with my first pregnancy, and I was... You know, I was covering up and doing the free people boho thing forever. And, you know, Jason said to me one day, he's like, every size deserves fashion. Like, you don't need to hide in a paper bag, you know? 100%. And, you know, there's something super interesting about all of these sizes Mm -hmm. that I see in the store. So, I get customers who wear a size small Mm -hmm. who refuse to try on an extra small because I'm not an extra small. Really? I get people who are medium, and it goes both Mm -hmm. ways, that are medium, I'm not a large. Um, But what surprised me the most was the people who feel like they are a large and will not try on a medium. Mm -hmm. Or I'm a medium, I'm not going to try on a small. That's me. That was me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I'm guilty of this too. If I take a medium and a large in, I will start with the large. Mm -hmm. Well, one, one of the things, Jen, that I think really sets heyday apart from you know other boutiques and clothing stores is you do a lot of stuff to kind of give back to the community and offer up education i know you you have your heyday grows series but the newest we have two new launches heyday drop which is so cool um but also heyday you and so tell us kind of a little bit about heyday you and then i'm going to share my experience with it because i got to come in and get treated okay so Heyday You is our styling and photography offering. Mm-hmm. And um, this has been super exciting because my background is photography. Mm-hmm. I've continued to do photography throughout the last four and a half years with Heyday. But 
I've been looking for a way to incorporate photography with our amazing customers and to let them shine. Mm-hmm. So, That's well, right. I think it's great because what you're doing is you're offering people an opportunity to get some photographs that they can use professionally. Mm-hmm. But I, the thing that's so interesting to me about the experience, because you treated me and and I've been in now twice for Hey Day You, is. Um, it really forces you to push your comfort zone. Um, you pulled pieces for me that I would not go into a store and pick out for myself. And you picked sizes for me that I would not go into a store and pick out for myself. And so I had told myself, just don't look at the sizes. Like, don't have a preconceived notion about what you're about to try on because then if it's a medium, you're going to go into it thinking it's not going to fit. And I know, I think the first session that I came in with you for, um, I came in not feeling it. I was just like, this has just been a really tough time with my confidence. I don't feel like being photographed today. And I know that I left your store in tears. I gave you a hug and thanked you because it was such a pick-me-up and such a confidence boost to go in there feeling like my confidence was really shaken. And to be able to exercise that and flex my confidence muscle through style and fashion was not something that I expected. I want to thank you too. Because she came home with a new sense of, you know, confidence. And she was like, honey, I want to try this stuff. I want to show you. And she was all excited about it. And, man, I buy clothes and you're like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then you went and did this. And it was a totally different experience than me buying her something. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm curious if what have been the reactions to people that are coming in to do Hey Day You? It's been amazing. Has it? It's been amazing. It... It has renewed my love for heyday. Awesome. Um, it, yeah, I'm like, oh my God, this is why I do this. This mm-hmm. has just been so good for me. Yeah. But yes, the the experiences have been just like yours. Mm-hmm. Every single one has just been like, gosh, thank you so much for getting me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and just instilling that confidence back in me. You know, this is the confidence is there with every single woman I have worked with. Mm-hmm. And it's just bringing it back to the surface. And it's like, okay, I got this, you know, like I do feel good. I do feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And, um, one, I, I'm so thrilled to be doing photography in this aspect again because I do feel like this is a little bit of my superpower Mm -hmm. with photography is just making people feel really good in front of the camera and I know what it feels like to feel I know what it feels like to be in front of the camera right um I am the most awkward and shy (laughs) and yeah I'm just I hate it yeah and I've been forcing myself to get in front of the camera too Mm -hmm. and um and and I, I gave Ryan some suggestions of things he can do right. to help. I'm like, listen, when I work with a client in front of the camera, I let them get out there and just do them. Mm-hmm. I just I don't even really give direction the first few moments right. when we're getting going. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. What you're doing right now, that's perfect. Because mm-hmm. I actually want you to do what you do. I don't want to give you poses that you would never do in a million years. Right. I just, I don't want 
those photos. Right, right. right. Um, they turned to like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, the gla- like the glamour yeah, yeah, shots. The glamour yes. Shot. Oh, Lordy, you guys. I like, had oh. glamour shots. Did you have glamour shots? I, I never had south. glamour shots, but I, I loved glamour shots. <laughs> I have gone to like, Susan's family's house, and it's like... It's the whole family of glamour shots. And it's like, hi, y'all. We're here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But, like, you know, back in Chicago, we didn't do that. It was like... The glamour shot was the thing. Oh, yeah. My mom was not paying for the glamour shot. We were like the JCPenney, like, get in front of everybody and hate each other shot. You know? (laughs) We were church photos maybe once a year. (laughs) So I would think that Hey Day You, it sounds like Hey Day You has really reconnected you to, like, the human experience that takes place. Place, yes. a transformation that is a possibility in a dressing room. So my next question is, what is it about your job that lights you up? Gosh, just growing every single day gum day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like there were so many times last year when I was like, I just don't want to learn anything else. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> learn anymore. I'm I'm at capacity. I feel like I've learned I'm I'm being taught so many things right now. I just cannot <laughs> you know, and um but on the opposite side of that, that really is what keeps me going because I am such an avid mm. learner in terms of growing in the business and try- constantly challenging myself and constantly trying to evolve. Um, I was not a great student. I was fine, very mm. average and whatnot, but stepping into business and being a learner I don't know things just kind of clicked I feel like I can I I I feel like I can teach myself anything it's like a plot it's applied it's it's different than like book learning yeah it's it's quite interesting I'm sitting here with two women that have no formal business background Mm -hmm. but are very successful in business Mm -hmm. you know where I actually have the formal background of mm-hmm. business and you know I remember looking at your books the first time and just being like wow how did you know how to do this mm-hmm. you know like and she's like oh I just figured it out well <laughs> I mean most people don't just figure it out yeah and the two of you have yeah. so I mean congratulations both Thank of you, you for doing what you you do yeah I mean it's, it's it's hard and and what I thought was going to be easy it took me years of going to school and then years of applied business knowledge to be able to get to that point. I really honestly think that when you open, especially a brick and mortar, this is my own opinion. I honestly don't think a big fancy degree does you a hill of beans. No, like, no, because gosh. it is, it's people. I mean, of so course. much of it is people and like, you know, so much, I nothing, I don't think a degree would have prepared me for the things, at least on my journey. Well, I mean, look at, there are so many people that are successful without a degree. And I don't mean yeah. the degree. To care. I mean, look at the two of you for an example. But I mean, what was it, Bill Gates? I mean, mm-hmm. he left college and became one of the most successful business people ever. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, the, degree, the degree doesn't matter. It's how you apply the knowledge that you are learning every single day, as you just said. Yeah, and the willingness to know that you can teach yourself anything. I, so I'm, I'm also, this can sometimes work against me, I'm sure, but I'm, I'm big on, I kind of need to go through the entire process myself before, 
bringing anyone else on because I feel like I need to know exactly how to do every aspect. Mm -hmm. So the first five months of heyday, it was just me. And, but I just needed, it was so new to me. I didn't have, yes, I had worked retail jobs here and there where I learned zero or 10% Mm -hmm. of knowledge. Right, right. But I, I just needed to go through every single aspect of the business and learn how to do it, teach myself how to do it. And I say teach myself, but I mean, there are resources out there and well, I, I agree because especially if you're when you do bring people in, you need to be able to delegate. And it's to me, it was never comfortable to not know all the systems, you know, mm-hmm. to, for somebody else to have that power over me. You know what I mean? Like to hire somebody to, to run all your stuff, but not oh, yeah. know how to do it is just super scary. So were you scared? Was there fear ever in opening Heyday or so? Opening heyday, I had no fear. I was like, I'm, this is what I'm going to do now. I'm, I'm, I'm done with photography in terms of weddings. It was January. I was like, um, we had a crazy wedding. We were trying to get to the mountains, and there was snow, and we didn't know if we were going to make it. And It turned out fine. But I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And, and so four months later, we signed a lease, and then in August, we opened the doors. And I was never really scared about opening the store. I just knew I would learn how to do it. I would figure it out and Mm -hmm. we would just, I I, I didn't have an option for it to not be successful. So I just had that mindset, like it will be successful. I have no idea what I'm getting into. I actually didn't even think it would be that hard. Um, And, but I also knew my ability to work my tail off Mm -hmm. and give it more than I even should, you know, and just give it my all and sacrifice time with my family and this, that, and the other and brought the kids along and I would close the store and run home and um, pick them up from the bus and bring them back back up to the store. And there was just a whole lot of adrenaline. Yeah. But the fear was not there. Um, It was like, okay, I got to do this and I got to do this, 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 and this, and this, and we're just going to keep moving. Just get it done. Yeah. Um, But I will say as I have taking taken on more responsibility with the business in terms of employees um and adding knapsack and then adding heyday in denver um it did get more complicated Mm -hmm. um and then bringing ryan on board Mm -hmm. in march things did get more complicated and i have since experienced fear yeah (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, you and I were talking about that pretty common story. Same thing when I opened my business, I didn't have a lot of fear. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like maybe the longer you're in it, the more your eyes are open to the reality of all the things that can happen, the things that maybe you didn't even have on your radar when you opened the business, and it can those are like little landmines that you set up in your mind waiting for them to maybe happen. I don't know. That's actually a good point. I never thought of that. I mean, I I haven't actually owned my own business, so I can't speak Mm -hmm. or attest to that, but you know, fear for me on a, on that Mm -hmm. uh, topic is, is I'm working for somebody else and I'm fearful that I would lose my job. Mm -hmm. So the sad thing is, is you guys are the people controlling that and the internal worker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. feels the I, stress mm-hmm. that you guys sometimes might not have 
because they're like, oh my gosh, this place is chaotic or this place is running smoothly right. or whatever it is. It's the difference of being in control or not being That's in correct. control, but the fear is still there. Yeah. yeah. And we did a whole episode that launched about fear, but I mean, do you have any tips for working past that? Yes, I do. Okay. And I will, ha- I will tell you two revelations that I had. Um, the In the fall, I felt like I'm the only one who can come up with a new solution. <laughs> that was a scary feeling. Yeah. That I was the, I, I felt like, because I, I am more the idea visionary. Mm-hmm. Ryan is on board 100% with whatever mm-hmm. I say we should do. Mm-hmm. He's, he is 100% there. And he does, I mean, and he does provide a ton of ideas as well. But like in terms of like, we need to do X to get Y, I felt like that was on my shoulders Mm -hmm. or pivot because that has always been my strong suit with the business too, is pivoting. Knowing. And, um, and so just... And knowing when to pivot, and this isn't working, we're going to pivot and we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And there were times in the fall where I was like, I just don't, I don't know what we should do. Um, and so that, that was scary, mm-hmm. um, feeling that way. Like, I can't generate an idea. What, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So recently... This month, actually, I kind of had the revelation that when I am in this fear mindset, I cannot generate creativity. The two cancel each other out. And so when I'm in that fear mindset or a frustrating mindset for whatever situation appears because and a lot of times I do feel reactive because things happen in the day that I'm the only one that can handle it yeah and so I can't just be like zen and not deal with this situation right right. and so I learned that when I'm in this fear mode my creativity it's like a um it's almost like a water bottle it's like (laughs) When I when the water bottle is empty in a good way, I have like all this creativity, yes. um, air moving through it. And then when I have a situation arise, it literally fills up with water, and there is no room for creativity at all. And I the creativity, I, like the business, depends on my creativity. Well, and that's your superpower. Is yes, your, is your creative your creative sauce, and so it kind of uh, makes me think of. Uh, Gabby Bernstein, super attractor. And uh, same thing for me when I'm living in a scarcity mindset, which is essentially what that is when we're, Mm -hmm. when we're so focused on the fear, then I block myself from all the abundance that that should come my way. And so I think that that's a really cool tip to share. Yeah. Um, So in terms of the solution to that or the antidote, I guess it would be, um, Exercise, <laughs> some sort of outlet. I've known this for yeah. I mean, I've known this for forty-one years that exercise has all these amazing benefits. But somehow, I stopped doing it for the last. <laughs> I mean, I've done it sporadically throughout the years of owning Heyday, but but really doing it for that sake. I haven't done it like that. I haven't. I haven't done exercise to for mental well wellness. No. Yeah. I, uh, 
exercise and sweat sessions and getting mm-hmm. my heart rate up is 100% now about mental wellness. Yes. Like it's, it's not about burning calories. It's like, if I don't do this, this vibration of anxiety mm-hmm. yes. is going to continue to ri- reside inside of my body. It's the only reason yes. I wake up at four 30 in the morning yes. and go to the gym. Yes. Then, yeah. I don't believe anybody wants to be up at four 30 in the morning and go to the gym, but I do it because otherwise I have anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And yesterday I've mentioned that we've got an event that we'll be doing, and then I'll ask you to tell us how people can get in touch with you. Oh, shoot, we're still recording. All right, Jesse, we're going to go ahead and edit out that little chitter-chatter that we just had. All right. What were we going to (laughs) say? Oh, my gosh. Advice. Yes. Piece of advice. Okay, so if you had one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who's coming into sales what would that nugget be that you would pass along? Well, for one thing, I have repeated over and over again the thing that you keep saying, consistency compounds. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, just keep, keep yes. going. Just keep going. My yes. dad always said, just keep on keeping on and like, just keep going. But you also have to introduce some creative, creative, um, elements into that too. Yeah. And, um, and, and just keep going because you don't really know the impact that you're making or the person that's like following mm-hmm. along right. that is going to come to fruition. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of like our relationship. Mm-hmm. We met over eight years ago, probably eight years ago. Yeah. And um, through the years, we've been doing our own thing yeah. and this, that, and the other. And now all of a sudden, we're building this great relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's taken eight years, yeah. you know. And so sometimes those relationships in business, I think, also take take that long. And people people are watching and people are building you're building trust with them mm-hmm. along the way, and, and that matters. I it's love that. Point. Yeah, it's not just, you know, those relationships and those connections are not just short for short-term gains. Gains. It's it's a long end game. It's it's yeah. a journey. It's a relationship. 100%. So I, for, I for actually For those of that. us that are in sales specifically, mm-hmm. it's called a one and done. You know, like you, right. you sold one product and you're done. Yeah. So, how, but how do you keep people coming back? Yeah. And now we've got this yeah. beautiful thing where we're getting ready to collaborate, which I'm so excited about. And so, you guys should definitely stay tuned for that. We've got um, a couple of events that we're going to be doing um, entitled defining you yes where we're going to offer up some workshops um and so we're super excited about that and it's you know of course bringing it back to like shopping i think the idea well style but the idea is really um infusing confidence and giving uh women permission to redefine these limiting beliefs that we have when it comes to beauty and fashion yes and just to express themselves and 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 to really know that they every single person has a voice one thing yes. that i've learned through these amazing heyday grows is that gosh everyone has so much to share mm-hmm. and that's why we started heyday you was so people could really have a product a photo to then use so that they can tell their story mm-hmm. of what they're doing that's so amazing because everyone's doing something everybody and everybody's voice needs to be heard yes and so on that note 
thank you for sharing this time for with us. Oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. Thank awesome. you. I love, I just love your voice right now. And I love that you came and shared it with us. And I'm excited for people to listen to this episode because you have so much knowledge to share. So how can people find you? Um, the easiest way is on Instagram at the Heyday Store. And that's H-E-Y-D-A-Y. Awesome. And um, people can shop in-store and online. Yes. Yes. Heyday has incredible clothing. Definitely go follow their feed. Go check out the website. It's Heyday. The Heyday Store. The HeydayStore.com. Go check it out. She's got some really, really lovely stuff. We thank you again so much for being with us today. It was a pleasure having you on. And we thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We love your feedback, so let us know. If there's somebody out there that you really think that we should be talking to next, let us know. And thank you so much for tuning in. today's episode helped to motivate and inspire you, then please take a moment to leave us a five-star review. It would mean the world to us as we continue to grow this Selling the Naked Truth community. Of course, you can always find us the old-fashioned way at sellingthenakedtruth.com or at our Instagram handles. Jason can be found at Selling the Naked Truth on the gram and Susan can be found at Dame and Heart. 